Hi, we're Jelly Media. And you are listening to the Three Count Podcast. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Thou Winch Ring and I'm your host Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And by now after like our 290th episode, I would just hope that you would just say it with me, I am your Sherpa. Because just like your tribal chief, acknowledge me. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have somebody who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's in the ring. So who's in the ring today? You can find them at 1CW, CCW, Fight, Pride, so many other promotions up and down the Mid-Atlantic. They are the undeniable, the incredible, the dynamic duo of J. Lee Media. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Yo, thank you guys for coming on the show. I definitely appreciate this so much. Thank you for asking, even thinking of us. We appreciate that. Yeah, it was, I mean, let's 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 keep it a buck, right? So anybody who's been paying attention to my Twitter game has been seeing a lot of the photos that I've been posting up. <laughs> who took those photos? <laughs> I I had so much fun just like doing like the whole shoot, and then like the fact that you guys were able to like kind of help me morph my ideas into like what it's like trending now. I was very very grateful for. So I thank you guys so much for like helping me with that. You're very welcome. I mean, let's be honest; they were your ideas. We just we just helped you along the way. <laughs> <laughs> And I've I've been getting a lot of like a lot of praise, especially like the ones where like just like poking outside or poking up top or like I don't know, just people like just love them. So I get a lot of like good replies from them. And I was like, yeah, but they you have to have like these like great photographers and people who have like a great eye to be able to like kind of direct all your energy, even though like you're like all over the place. They're like, mm, let's hone you in here, and we're gonna turn you in this right angle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it was a very fun shoot. I enjoyed doing it. It was different, too. I think you're the first person that's actually asked to do something like that, where you're just, like, pointing up at, you know, posts or down below or whatever. So it was very fun. I enjoyed it. I just don't think that, like, I th- I just see, like, and it was something, like, and I'll I'll be fair, right, uh, the last photo shoot that we did, right, it was a lot of, like, I don't know, it was a lot of a, a similar poses, right? Everybody, like, hates the same pose. Like, they're, like, Dude, the the straw man pose, or like you know the like I'm I'm like messing with my wrist tape kind of pose, and it's like a lot of that. And I just like to think like if I was like a character in a in a comic book, how would I look? Right? Like I would hit a Spider Man pose probably. Mm-hmm. But like although I do appreciate like those like I feel like everybody in their wrestling like in wrestling. And sorry guys, like I'm gonna I'm gonna call you guys out. They just hit the same poses. Like I feel like I could look through everybody's pose and be like. I even though I see different uh, costumes and different characters, I see all the same poses all the way down. I mean, you know, a lot of the times though, it is the same poses, but it's because you know they need them for graphics, so it's like you got to have that specific pose. So I fully understand why they do it, but I also get your point of view. So yeah, yeah. but you know, if you want to sell, you know, some eight by tens, yeah, for sure. Get- they can always get like the the basic poses and then be like you and be like hey okay i got this idea like i want to do this this this." it's like okay cool i'll do it yeah i think the two poses is just when anytime we're shooting uh 
you get we get the basic poses so that the promoters can use the basic poses to put on the to put on the uh the, the promotional material and then just like I did we do with Callan King uh she she took a couple of the basic ones with the belt and then she did a couple of ones that can't be used for promos that are only just for Twitterverse and uh, Instagram and stuff that she could sell by eight by ten like she didn't want to flipping her hair um obviously you can't even use that for uh for any uh, promo or promotional stuff it's just kind of for her to sell and and to use um sometimes it makes it longer doing you know oh yeah it definitely makes it longer uh, but you know promos and that but she likes doing it so <laughs> it's what I feel like I'm trying to you know please everyone you know which isn't a bad thing you know please the promoters because they got their graphic pictures please the wrestlers because they're getting their special eight by tens and then you know I get to you know hang out say hi edit these photos I mean it's it's a win-win to me Anyway. How did you guys get started in like doing all this? Because I know you guys do more than just wrestling, right? You guys have weddings and you guys do like graduations. You guys do like a lot of stuff. How did you get started with the whole photography thing? I'll leave this one to you, buddy. Um, just to our son um, plays, uh, I'm sorry, son runs track. So we bought our first camera just to kind of, you know, take photos of his track and, and start taking photos of uh, just certain things he was doing. Uh, so we started from there. Then we started uh, we started doing more and more, um, and we, we I think right around his what second or third year uh, yeah. we started to uh, look for uh, more cameras. So we started off with a Canon T2, which is basically the same entry level camera camera that you probably see many folks with. Then we upgraded to a Canon T5, and then we, we was like, well. You know, maybe we'll do team pictures. So then we started taking team pictures for the for the families, and then after that, some of the families say, "Hey, can you take some family photos of us?" I was like, "Sure." So we decided to take family photos of, of folks. Uh, so we kind of just all everything kind of related just over to our son's activities. Um, we got into wrestling photography uh, about four and a half years ago. I think it was five. Five years ago. Yeah. Uh, we started shooting at, we started as just fans and bought a camera in. Uh, we started taking some photos. Yeah, they were horrible, but it just, <laughs> they were horrible. Yeah. Some were blurry. We did black and white, but like it wasn't even the black and white that I like. <laughs> now that I look back <laughs> on it, it was just too bright. Um, but yeah, so we started with that. And then, you know, I did totally say you were telling the story. Go ahead. No, no. <laughs> No, Sorry. yeah, we started. We started off. We went to Nova as, as fan, Nova Pro as fans, and then we started just taking photos from the crowd, and then uh, started to really think about whether we wanted to do more photography stuff. Um, even with our son's track, it kind of came into it whether we wanted to improve our photos. So we started doing like research on how we can get new equipment, how we can get better equipment, so that we can take better photos. Uh, because you, you can be a great photographer, but your your research and your equipment still matters as much as as much as possible. Uh, a, a starter camera is great, but you need at least a, a, a mid pro camera to actually compete in the, in the world. Uh, so then, one of my coworkers, uh, she she's a photographer, so she helped me along uh, and got me in contact with one of her retired photography uh, friends. Um, he had a Canon Mark III for sale. And I was like, well, sure. How much is he going to sell it for? She's like, well, he can give you a discount because you're a friend of mine. And he sold it to us for like a really cheap price. 
Um, I met him at I met him at a theater and paid him in cash. <laughs> so it's like a yeah, drug deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> and literally, that camera it was our first our first professional camera, and it changed our life regarding you know how our photos look, how we better understood understood how to edit. Uh, you know, we went we went from a, a camera that didn't have a a good sensor to uh, for action to a camera that had a really good sensor for action. And that really just kind of got us started. So from there, we just kept looking, researching, upgrading equipment, uh, kind of to you know where we are now. I think right now we're probably in a place in which we don't we're not looking for camera stuff. I mean, obviously there's probably stuff out there we could use, but we don't need it as much. I yeah, think I think there's something to be said about it. Like you guys saw like an opportunity, and then you guys invested in yourself, and there's something that's like talked about a lot. And like the wrestling community is that. You know, you want to invest in yourself and you want to keep reinvesting in yourself to make yourself better or get better, whatever the case may be, what you're looking for. Uh, it's funny because, like, with me, my promos, right, like, when I first started doing promos, I didn't have, like, the best kind of phone to do promos, but I was just trying to do anything that I could to get something that looked better up until the point where I upgraded. And once I upgraded my phone, like, like everything came out better. And I was like, all right, now I'm happy with how everything looks and how it sounds and, like, so you're right. Like the one thing that you do is you got to keep researching and looking for like those devices or those things that are going to help give you that quality. Plus you also have that editing program behind it to help you make things look cooler. If that's what you really want to go for. Yeah. Yeah. Def I definitely think so. I mean, we, we changed our editing. Styles. We yeah. Still, we, we change up a lot. We still change. We it. still change it up. Um, I, if you notice like from the CCW and CW shows, with nice photos, the building looks completely different than what you see there than what it looks like on, on from the edit. Uh, I try to do I always try to do something like completely unique when it comes to editing, sometimes to my own fall. <laughs> um, but I definitely try to make it look a little bit different, a little bit more dramatic or or something around that way. Just to kind of make the building look like a professional building, like you're, even though it's a firehouse, make it look like it's something that you, you, there's a performance going on. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those things I saw, like, too, like in one of the action sh shots I had that you guys did from the uh, show was like, I had like this huge like spine buster and the look like coming down. Uh, one of my friends like zoomed in on the photo and they're like, why do you look so intense? And I was like, you gotta look intense. But it was the idea that they could like see like everything in detail. And I was like, uh, yeah, they're amazing at their job. And I was like, I love everything that they do. And I <laughs> try to put you guys over as much as possible whenever I get the chance to. <laughs> well, thank, thank you. you. That's very kind. Thank you. So what goes into like getting that perfect shot? Hmm. I mean, I feel like it just depends, especially ringside. I think by now we've come to know a lot of the moves that are about to happen. So you can prepare yourself. Like, you know where to stand now because you know, okay, this move happens over there. Let me go and get set up. Um, so like once you know the wrestlers, and you know their moveset, it makes it easier. Um, but of course, there are always wrestlers that we may not know. So we kind of got to, you know, feel our way around a little bit. But so I got, I'll timing. Give, so I'll give you like two examples. Uh, and I, I'll use you as an example. But, uh, I think my first time, my first, my first time seeing you like, actually uh, photographing one of your matches was at Fight. Mm. Uh, because we've been to CC one CW, but we weren't uh, we weren't shooting you guys' matches at, at that at that point, so we never had a chance to see you uh, actually wrestle, other than kind of like watching on the side. 
So fight was the first time, and I think you I think you do a spine buster normally, and that's part of your that's part of your regular move set. So the, the first time I fight, I didn't see it coming. So I think I caught the back end of your of your uh, spine buster. Uh, this time at CC, uh, one CW, I caught the front end or the side angle of it, just because you 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 know certain tendencies of wrestlers uh, of what they do. Uh, it's like you know every wrestler has a set move that they that they do, and they they always set it up a certain way, and you kind of know it's coming. As a photographer, if you, if you just follow the the folks that you shoot, you'll really, you'll really understand like when it's coming. I mean, sometimes you do have wrestlers that de- that's going to completely throw you for a surprise, like they do a dive out the ring that you wouldn't expect it. Uh, but then other times, you once you see a wrestler once, you kind of know where certain things are going to come. So you just try to position yourself in that place, unless it's on hard cam. No, that definitely makes a lot of sense. And it's funny because, like, a lot of wrestlers, like, if they're working heel or face, right, they have two different movesets. So, like, the more you get to know them, the the better you're able to capture both sides of, like, what they can do. I know, like – Something that I haven't busted out in uh, 1CW yet, I do this sweep where I legit will kick a dude's leg out, and I just pose, like, right next to him while they're, like, holding their face. Like, I'm just laying right next to him and just staring at them like, you know, a little kid. And uh, I've been waiting to, like, see what that looks like from, like, a like a good photographer because, like, I've hit it a bunch of times in a bunch of different other promotions, and every time the photographer gets it, it's always, like, from, like, across – the 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 arena and I'm like yo why was it so far away <laughs> and I realized like it's just a it's just a conversation I never had with people and just tell them like hey like I'm gonna hit this move you guys want to get it from like this angle or whatever it's I definitely I feel like wrestlers should be able to communicate more often with like a photographer and be like hey you know I want to hit this thing so if you could shoot from this side you might get a better angle of it and it would definitely benefit both parties. Yes, well, 100%. I, it's, it's so young. Uh, at the last show she was at, she came right up and, just, and told me, uh, like, these are the certain areas that, you know, you, where you can get good shots at. You know, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to do something here. And then it basically gave me a, a, a kind of overview of how the match is going to be set up so I can position myself. Uh, Christy, Christy, uh, Christina Marie uh, gave me a kind of a breakdown. And that was actually one of my – those two matches were, were kind of – some of my best photograph matches because I knew what was coming. Um, and if you know what's coming, you don't really miss it. Uh, you don't have to assume it's coming and you can position yourself in the right spot. Uh, especially when, you, you know, when you're around the ring and you're in one area and you see them going to the next area, and you know, a spear is coming out of, from the top rope. It's definitely good to know it's coming so that you can easily be in a spot that you can take the photo at. Instead of having the, the backward angle of it, you can have the side angle of it, which is a better shot. Yeah, I like that. And I like the aspect of, like, I just think, I think, like, for any wrestler out there, if they're looking to get, like, like, oh, man, I really would like to get this pose, like, tell somebody, because it's definitely going to help you. <laughs> it's definitely not going to hurt. It helps everyone. In no, I mean, it, uh, photographers are part of the crew also, just like if, if you were on, uh, just for video, if you were going to do a dive outside the ring, you want to make sure the video guy is there, because what's the, what's, what's the dive without the video? Yeah. Um, so you always got to make sure that the the video guy or the camera, I'm sorry, the video person or the uh, camera person can be uh, in positions to make sure it's captured. Because if it's not captured, did it really happen? That's that's yeah. always my that's always my saying. If uh, if nobody saw it, did, did it really, really happen? happen? No, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Like, show me the proof that you do, exactly. that you did a tri- uh, triple jump outside the ring. You did a dive. Where's the proof? Yeah, it's somewhere, right? 
It's funny because I, I recently, I've been trying to get like uh, some footage back from another promotion too. Like I did my first dive and no one knows that it happened. I'm like, no, but it really did. So I definitely understand like, yeah, if you got video of it, man, it never happened. It, <laughs> like, happened. it was a figment of your imagination. It didn't happen. <laughs> so I guess my next question is like, have you guys always been fans of pro wrestling? Yes. 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 My, like your, my yeah, I was going to say, who are some of your favorite wrestlers? Well, well, well we have I, two yeah, we, yeah, we're on two different levels with that. But uh, yeah, so my brother was obsessed with wrestling growing up and he's six years older than me. So he just constantly, I feel like all growing up, it was nothing but wrestling on TV. It was wrestling and the news and that's it. It was, that's it. <laughs> so I constantly saw like Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Like I just constantly saw those people on the TV, whether it be in the living room or in his room, it was always on. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to sit down and look at it too. Cause everyone else is looking at it in the house. I might as well, you know? And I instantly fell in love with it. My favorite at the time was Shawn Michaels. I think I had like a little girl crush on him. He was just my favorite. I instantly like ran to the TV when I heard his music play. Um, but I loved all the matches. I loved Macho Man. I loved uh, Ultimate Warrior. Like I just, I fell in love instantly and I've been watching it ever since. Um, I think at one point, you know, I took a break from watching it for a couple of years. And then, you know, by the time I came back to it, it was like the Attitude Era. And I was like, whoa, what is this? And I fell in love all over again. <laughs> like the, best, the best era, period. Um, but yeah, you can go. Um, yeah, I grew up a wrestling fan. So I watched this as a kid. Um, my favorite wrestlers growing up was I started off as a huge Bret Hart fan. Mm-hmm. Um, just a huge Bret Hart fan. Um, me and my cousin watched the Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels Iron Man match downstairs in our basement. Um, I don't even know, you know, that's when we had to pay reviews, which was great. Um, <laughs> so I grew up a huge Bret Hart fan, uh, became a huge Sting fan, uh, a huge Jericho fan. Uh, I'm not really into uh, New Japan or any of that type of uh, wrestling, but I've always been just a standard uh, wrestling guy. I'm not, uh, I'm not into what would we say, I'm not into like all the stuff that's over overseas, I just can't keep up with it. But I, I really do follow like the WWE, WCW um, stuff. So like when I was a kid, me and my friends would meet up in the park and we'll have like huge uh, wrestling matches. Did all guys do this? Yeah, I feel did. like this is like a tradition now. Yeah, we, yeah, we, had, we <laughs> some of us, some of us, some of us recorded. Like we basically had our own like backyard wrestling thing in which we would wrestle. We would jump off of like the handlebars, uh, use us as a top rope. You know, jump off of huge items and stuff like that. Yeah, we were really, we were really big into it. Like my, my my other friend, uh, my friend Steven, he's like six five. My other friend was like six foot, so we kind of called ourselves like the the, the the new wolf pack at that at that age. Uh, my, my my friend, uh, God rest his soul, he passed away. On his grave is uh, Rashad Hollywood Hogan, uh, Rashad Hollywood Redden. But he used to, he used to go around such a big fan uh, of Hollywood Hogan. Uh, he used to wear the bandana all the time. Um, everything. So I mean, that's that's how hardcore that some of us were. Um, I stopped watching it. I didn't watch it as much in high school. Um, I became one of those the, the cool kids who used to uh, watch wrestling, but didn't watch, didn't say it out loud anymore. Uh, when I when I got to high school, we all went to different high schools, so we kind of split up from middle school. So they they went to a different high school, and I went to a, a sports high school. But you know, mm-hmm. I, I still stayed stayed friends with them, and we all still hung out. 
when we got home. Um, but I, I didn't didn't like start keep watching it while I was in high school. When, when I got out of high school, I started watching it again, really getting back into it. Um, and then I think we ended up taking our son to a couple of house shows or a role. Yeah, right? yeah, WB yeah. shows at the time. Yeah, he enjoyed it because he was a wrestling fan. Now he's like. He's too like cool. He's too cool to watch wrestling. It's like it's it's between that or like he just doesn't have the time because he's constantly <laughs> busy. Especially um, yeah, with yeah, college think, coming up and everything. I think he watched the Brock Lesnar match the last time he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was on TV pay per view, he looked at that because obviously, like the ring was dismantled and all of that was happening with Brock and Roman, and he was just like, "What is this?" <laughs> but um, yeah, so. We've always been fans. Our daughter, she loves wrestling. She's obsessed with playing um, 2K22, um, 2K20. Like, she's going all the way back to when Jaden had the games before. Um, she's a huge fan. So, I guess it just runs in the family. Yeah, I was like, it's funny because, like, even for me, like, my daughter, um, she was, like, a massive fan. And she kind of, like, faded off of it. But she still has her favorite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And it's funny <clears throat> Because it started off with, like, uh, actually, you guys have taken photos of her. We talked about it. Uh, Becca, right? So it started with her. And then it became Sasha and Bailey, And then, like, Ronda Rousey was involved. And then Charlotte Flair. And then Asuka and Kyrie Singh. And now it's Willow. So it's, wow. like. Everyone loves Willow. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it was just it's just funny, like, watching her favorite wrestlers change. And then, like, she doesn't talk about wrestling with her friends. So it's, I'm like, all right. I guess you could just talk to me about wrestling. Because I'm still going to think it's cool. No matter what, I mean, you're the best person to talk about it with. Come on, Dad. Yeah, our daughter doesn't know. Yeah, she she doesn't acknowledge she likes wrestling either in school or with her friends or anything. (laughs) It must be a thing when they hit a certain age, like they're too cool for it. I think we all went through that age, like that all like that little phase. Because actually, I think my phase actually came after I left college to go into the military. Like I went to the military and I just like I just stopped watching it, not because I wanted to my choice, but obviously like. With basically training and stuff like that, and then you're doing your own job. And so for like a year, like I was out of the game, and then one day I just randomly started watching it again, and I was like, "What? What happened here? Like this is like 2007 to 2008. I'm like, I have no idea what's happening." And then like, you know, I got I went over to uh, Iraq, and I was like, one of the staples of the first thing that I had to do was find out how I could watch wrestling. And fortunately, AFN shout out to you guys every once in a while uh, had Raw and SmackDown and at the time, it was ECW, right before they changed it to the uh, NXT, like the game show style. Yeah. And yeah, so I was like, oh, I'm going to get caught up. And <laughs> I did. I was happy. <laughs> uh, but I was going to ask, like, what's one of your guys' favorite things about working with wrestlers as far as photography goes? Hmm. You actually, uh, this is, so it's a it's an easy question. So like, you for most of the time, like I don't really get to interact with many of the, uh, the wrestlers no, because normally I'm ringside, and when you're normally a ringside photographer, you don't really get a chance to chat up. But uh, most most of the folks do I that I do get to chat up, I'm really good friends with, uh, just because we we've been working together since we started rest, uh, in the wrestling business. Uh, like uh, Logan uh, Logan Larue, uh, Larue is one of uh, really uh, really good friends in wrestling. We talk a, a lot with Jordan Blade, and those are people that we uh, we and had Erica. and Erica. Like, yeah. We had a good Erica time to start off with them. 
Uh, so we talk to him. Um, but normally at shows, I don't if I don't get a chance to interact unless it's like one of those shows in which we're in the back for a long time. I don't get a chance to interact, uh, but I do appreciate uh, getting to, to know the wrestlers and how they change into their character. It's all, it's almost like a performance. Um, what show was it? It was a show some time ago at, at, uh, called Primetime in D.C., in which I did a lot of back uh, behind the scene photos before the match started. Uh, just being able to watch a person change their whole personality to, uh, to reflect upon fans is an amazing thing to see. Um, you, you see it done in acting, which is great, but acting doesn't always um, <clears throat> acting doesn't always reflect with the fans uh, because when you're acting, you're on stage performing away from the fans for the fans. But a wrestler, they act and perform with the fans. So it's a different it's a different aspect, and that's one of the things I really do respect about uh, wrestlers is that ability to change who you are and also interact with the, uh, interact with folks as that person. Knowing that you're knowing that that your personality is completely different than that, but you're changing who you are and you're giving them entertainment. So you're doing twofold. You're you're putting on a performance as an actor, but you're also bringing these fans in and giving them a performance that that's right there for them. Uh, so I think that's one of the things I really do appreciate about being in, <clears throat> involved in wrestling is that aspect of it. Uh, I, like Logan's a really nice guy, like really nice guy. But you would you see as soon as you go through the curtains, that switch clicks, and he's all into his character. Yep. And then he comes right backstage. He clicks it right back into his itself. You know, I would say acting is is a hard thing to do, but being a wrestler is probably should be right up there if you're doing your job as a wrestler and and giving that performance. <clears throat> Are you okay? I don't know. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he definitely, he definitely, I understand. I'm I on the same boat. Think, you got frog in your throat. You got to try to clear it out. <laughs> I think for me, it's kind of along the same thing. Like, I just like how normal they are. Like, if you see someone on TV and then you happen to see them in person, like, you just expect them to, I don't know, just not be as normal as they end up being backstage. Like, they're so normal and just so nice. Like, I'm still waiting to meet, hopefully I never do, the one person that's just a total ass. But <laughs> but I haven't met one yet. Like, they're all just extremely nice and just humble. And I really like that about them. Yeah, it's funny because, like, a lot of photos I see you guys take, like, the action photos or even just, like, the, the canny photos where people are, like, behind the scenes, kind of, like, smiles and stuff like that. I, like, you can kind of see, like, and like you said, right, like, Logan is a perfect example. Like, all of a sudden, he walks through his curtain. He's got, like, this face that looks like, you know, you just walk next to death. And then, like, he walks back, and he has, like, this crazy smile. And you're just like, whoa, like, I didn't see this one coming. And uh, it was funny because, like, you guys took a photo of a friend of mine at AEW when they were in Baltimore. Um, the security guard that was shaking hands with Rick Ross. Uh, oh, okay. and, and you guys – post that photo up and I was like I know that dude so I, I I took the photo and I sent it over to him I was like uh my friends caught you on camera and he was like normally he's like very showed face like not smiling but I could tell like his body language is a lot more like upbeat and like super happy and I was like I know you're totally cheesing in this photo and he was just like I don't cheese I was like yeah you do <laughs> internally internally Jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so here's like a, a question I really want to ask because I don't think this gets talked about enough, especially with other wrestlers, right? 
What are some of the do's and don'ts of posing? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I, let me start this one. Yeah, you, you, I'm more strict about it than she is. No, no, not more strict. Yeah, I, think. I am more strict than you. More strict? Yes. I don't know. Go ahead. I'll All right. So one pose that uh, there's one pose that uh, for graphics, unless it's been used for your eight by ten, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll post like this, or you can't. Am I in the camera? You're, you're in yeah, it. Yeah. Arms yeah. <laughs> like this uh, don't work for graphics. Uh, they it just don't. No, yeah. no promoter is going to really use it. Uh, so it, it never really works for graphics. Also, it takes you outside the back, uh, the backdrop. Yeah, I'm not a fan of any pose that takes you outside the backdrop, but I'll do it because you know they like the pose or they ask for it, and you know I'm not one to really be like, absolutely not, it's not happening. You know, I'm kind of just like, okay, I'll try it, I'll do it, we'll see how it works in the edit, and if you know if I don't like it, you're not getting it. <laughs> so I mean, that's like the number one thing that I don't like is getting like the lighting and you know half of the wall because your arms or whatever limbs are outside so that's one of my pet peeves but again i'll still do it um <laughs> sunglasses when they have sunglasses the reflection from the light bounces off the glasses okay so it's like i'll tell them put your chin down so that there's no reflection but it's like somehow their chin goes right back up and it's, I'm like, no, 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 put your chin down. But it's like, it keeps going back. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anything else? For no, you? my one rule is, is arms out the, uh, and stay, stay inside the backdrop. Uh, you know, we don't bring a hundred dollar backdrop there for no reason. Um, right. If you wanted to do photos outside the backdrop, we can take the backdrop away and, and find some stairs somewhere. But I mean, sticking to what's in the backdrop is always the best thing. It makes the photographer life easier. Some photographers, if somebody goes outside the backdrop, they will Photoshop the rest of the backdrop on that person. That's a lot of work for a photographer. So think of your photographer time and stay inside the backdrop because uh, they would love to, to edit just the person and what's currently there instead of extending the backdrop on, on the photo. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that's, that's just a pet peeve of mine. It's just, Try to stay to the backdrop. If, if we bring a small backdrop in, a skinny one, that that, that means we're doing skinny portraits. That means every everything is in, is in close. Yeah, um, but I feel we rarely do that though. Now we rarely, we don't do it as much, but yeah. we've done it before. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. So I, I think that the next. Yeah, I like. Go ahead, sorry. You said no comment. No, I said the next one CW show. I'm I'm going to convince her to bring this blue and no, yellow backdrop. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why? We got good feedback on that. I don't like it. The, the you know which one we're talking about. The one we posted with Willow on it. Because we bought it to CCW one time. And it's like mm -hmm. a mixture of colors. It's like a... What color is that at the top? Like know. a tannish color and mixed with like spotty bluish greenish color. We're bringing I thought it. No. Okay. <laughs> we're not bringing I it. I lost that bottom. <laughs> That's funny. I love the fact that you guys do have like a lot of different backgrounds because it definitely brings a lot of like you can see like a lot of other wrestlers like all of a sudden they're they give they show up differently in different backgrounds from like whether it's like a dark gray or dark blue or I've yet to be in this one but I definitely want to be a part of it the red one that you guys have uh for right. obvious reasons right yeah red dog uh, uh, let me bring 
it's just fun watching you guys like be able to showcase other wrestlers and like just with the different backgrounds that you guys have. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you get on the red one? You wasn't there at the show. I wasn't at the show. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't there at that show. That was a while ago we did that. It was almost like that. Yeah. Wow. I think it was like May that you guys had taken the, the red one in. And on that day was the same daughter as my my same day as my daughter's dance recital. And I was like, oh just not gonna be here. That was like priorities. hundred <laughs> percent priorities. I'm trying to convince him um to get purple next. It's taking a lot of convincing though. She got the last three bad jobs. It's on me to pick my picking color this one. Purple, purple. We have not a even a front like a purple background would definitely be fun. I feel like a lot of people will love it, especially Chaz. Because you know Chaz's gear is all black, purple, and orange. So he's like all about like the ravens and whatever. We we use that everyone loves purple. We use that we use that blue backdrop and not the center again. Do what? We use that blue one again and not the center. Oh no. <laughs> gotta give gotta give and get. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about blue because uh, sometimes you know you have a person who accidentally tears it by yeah, accident. A person <laughs> who accidentally tears it. <laughs> I, I'll take a hundred percent accountability for that one. That was definitely my bad. It's funny because I don't think were you back there when you did that? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I was yeah, like, yeah, but like I don't know if he fully saw it. So like when we're taking it down the equipment, and he was like, "There's a tear in this," and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Yeah, that was my bad. like. The funny thing too was like I thought I had it. I thought I like came out far enough that it wasn't like gonna do anything. So when I lay down, all of a sudden, thing I heard some pull, and I was like, oh, "What did I do?" And then everybody was like, "Yeah, you tore." I was like, "No, that's not cool." That backdrop needed to be retired anyway. That backdrop was too big for our car. Um, it actually was that the one that did that. Yeah, it broke our window. Yeah, it broke our window. Um, when we took it to Battle Club in New York. Yeah, it we put it in the car. You know, when you put it in the car, you have to angle it just right, so it has to be like diagonal. And when he put it in the car, it was just straight. No, it was still diagonal. No, no, it was like it wasn't fully diagonal though, but it was like more Mm -hmm. straight. So he closed the the trunk, got in the car, and all of a sudden we hear this huge noise that sounds like a rock was just thrown at the window. And we look up, and it's like it's like a whole thing just broken on the window. I was like, no. <laughs> you know the struggle of photography. Oh, no, no. no one talks about you know the the packing, unpacking, how much equipment we have to lug around. No one talks about that. No, our car is actually finally clean. Yeah, our great. car is finally has nothing in it right now because we don't have any bookings right now. So it's a win. I know. I you guys. I saw you guys say that, and I was just like, "What?" I was like, "No, like we got to share this and make sure." that somebody picks them up. I was like, <laughs> so I remember like you guys said like, well, we're not booking on Saturday. I was like, nope, we're definitely sharing this because uh, someone's going to pick them up. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, we keep our bookings. I mean, honestly, we don't care about as as much with like our bookings. Like we have a certain amount of shows that we do work and we love those shows that we work for. Uh, but we try to keep ourselves not to travel as much. Um, I commend every wrestler, every photographer, Every crew member, every crew member who's out, yeah, who's out on the road and who, who takes these rides every single weekend. Uh, it's a hustle, and but it's also a hustle I don't want to be in <laughs> uh, because you, know, you you lose track of time and family uh, trying to make this make this work. 
Uh, you get like, you know, when we do do shows, we do work for Battle Club. That's our furthest show that we're out, uh, that we do. And that's in like the Bronx. Bronx. And so that's about four and a half hours. You know, Battle Club is like a family uh, for us. Uh, so you know, if Joe Kim calls, tells us we have a show, we're gonna try our ass off to be there. Uh, Unless we have track, yeah, we have track or something, something family related. I think the last show, uh, it just took uh, the last time we missed the Battle Club show. We worked two shows in New Jersey, and we drove back back each day. And when Battle Club was the third day, and we just, I, we was just exhausted. I think that was the only time in which we really couldn't. I think our kids had practices also that day, that morning. Yeah. So we just couldn't. We couldn't even bear get on the road and, and being irresponsible like that. But any other time we're there, we're at a battle club show uh, because that's that's like a home for us. You know, they wanted the the second promotion to ever book us and always to keep uh, keep bringing us back in. Uh, Fight, they're local, really good promotion. We love love working with them. Uh, Fine V, Fine V, local, local. Uh, they're good too, and so, we love them. So we try to keep to our our spots. One uh, CW, uh, we that was the first time we've been booked directly with One CW. Uh, the last show. CCW has uh, definitely booked us before, and you know we're still we're still working out to make sure that you know we, we come together and work with you guys as a total family. Uh, we would like for that to become more of a home for us going going to the future. Uh, definitely working collaboratively with uh, CCW and YCW. I think we've been at CCW for a year, but yet last show was the first time we did YCW. So yeah. you know, it's funny because it, it's funny because like. The one time that I was there that you guys weren't there, I definitely felt like there was like a hole missing. Cause I was like, yo, I was like, where's Jay Leah? And everybody's like, oh, they're not booked. It was like, what do you mean they're not booked? I was like, they're here every month. I was like, somebody messed us up. <laughs> I was like, they need to get them back here. ASAP. No, we were, we were probably booked, but we've already, you know, discussed with, um, Marcella. Yeah, that we can make most of the shows, but there are some shows we won't be able to make because, again, our children are both in track. And because right. this, is, this is our son's senior year, we, you know, made a promise that we're going to make every single race of his this year. Yeah, and I think that, that one we did miss, you're probably referring to, is because that was the one meet that they had at night. Um, yeah, it was a nighttime meet, which was crazy. And he actually ended up Getting hurt at that meet. Um, Damn. Yeah, I mean, he he the, his run was good, but he ended up you know cutting himself on like a nail that was in a fence, and getting yeah like a puncture in his head and everything. So, I mean, he the fact that he was like drenched in blood and he kept running and he never stopped <laughs> at all and yeah. So I was like, that was a, a a huge thing that happened. I'm glad we didn't miss that, but also like, are you okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> No, I definitely get it. Uh, hey, so I want to move this over to the best segment of the Three Count Podcast. It used to be the Red Dogs Power Rankings that you can find every Sunday on our debate show, but I refuse to acknowledge that it's retired. And Chaz, you're not getting the one up on this, so I'm not going to say that. What I am going to say is that temporarily it's on hiatus for now. Uh, but this is the Three Count Podcast 10 Cat Questions, and here's how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at y'all. And I hope I get an answer from each of you. But, you know, whatever your answer is, that's your answer. Okay. No pressure. I leave it <laughs> all on the pressure. No, you're, not gonna put on... you're not leaving it to me. <laughs> so, 
So we're going to put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. Bing! And in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Smackdown. Favorite movie? Death Becomes Her. Fight Club. Hey, I like it. I like, I like both Constantine. voices. Constantine. Constantine. I'll watch that more. more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Sonic or Mario? Mario. He's talking about the game. I think he's. I know. I know. <laughs> you played Mario. Played Mario I played Sonic Spinball a lot, man. Oh, okay, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna say Mario. Mario. Okay. <laughs> Favorite cartoon. Avatar. It's a great. Oh, oh, um, regular show. I like that. Okay, uh, Apple or Android. Apple. Apple. Uh, favorite lens. Anything Sigma. Uh, Canon uh, 24 by 70 uh, RF. Okay. Uh, Marvel or DC? DC. Marvel. Uh, favorite podcast? I mean, this isn't fair. I plead the fifth on this question. Thank you. Uh, I, I, my buddy of mine runs a podcast that I listen to quite frequently. Um, yeah. friend, friends, his other kid. So he kind yeah. of the reason why we, we're in wrestling now. Yeah. I mean, but I, again, I plead the fifth. I'm not, you're not calling me out. <laughs> He's not going to be texting it's me. Fine. It's fine. We'll take a closeness in place. That's fine. We don't worry. Uh, nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Hmm. I say Mouse. Who? Miles Millennium. Oh, Miles Millennium. Okay. Um, I love Miles. Too young. Yes. Yes, the boy. Miles definitely. Uh, I definitely got to bring Miles back for a round two. Sue, she already knows. <laughs> so she was well aware that I have like <laughs> I like actively recruited her. <laughs> uh, last but not least, my favorite question asked every single person who comes on this show. Favorite curse word. Fuck. Shit. Both great words. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> I don't know if um, we were to get those word questions, though. I probably say the word shit the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's like those like the two top words like ever like you can't they they fit everywhere. Of course, for everything, every <laughs> occasion. So listen, those are all my questions, right? So the last thing I need is for you to let our listeners and our viewers to know where they can find y'all. Okay. You can find us on Jaylee, I'm sorry, on Twitter. <laughs> um, our handle is JayleeAC. Um, you can also find us on Instagram. Um, our handle is JayleePhotographyAC. And Facebook as well, JayleePhotographyAC. And you remember all that in one group I can easily, you know what's funny? Every time we do a podcast, I'm, I'm the one that does that. Because I would get it wrong. <laughs> I still, cut, I still cut and paste their handle. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Well, listen, you got all their handles. They told you where you can find them. They also have a bunch of great photography. You guys go out there and check them out. And I think you guys still do bookings, right? For like other stuff, just in case. Because you have like your own site. Yes. Weddings. Uh... Weddings, graduation. Family photos. Family photos. Oh, couple well, photos. I'm sorry. I said weddings. We shouldn't have said that out loud. Um, 
<laughs> couple photos, family photos. The reason he says that, he hates doing weddings. <laughs> we, I, we only do it for really, really close folks. Yeah. But we, we do everything else. Yes, we do everything else. <laughs> so, like every great part of a wrestling match, we got to take this home. Because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering. And I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. Don't know that. Meet you out there Mountain Call Wrestling. And like every good shirt, but which I like to think I am, it's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering? You see them right there. It's Jay Lee Media. And you know what that means. Tune in to the next episode and be there. Or you're legitimately just following us on all of our social media platforms. You're subscribed to our YouTube channel. You're following us on Spotify. You're leaving us those five-star frog splash reviews. You're buying our merch that you can find on ProWrestlingTees.com for slash the 3KL podcast for a limited time because we're about to close that store. So you might want to jump on there ASAP. And you're doing all that stuff. You're telling your friends about us. You're even sharing this out with everybody on your Facebook or your social media stuff and leaving comments. You're doing all that stuff where you're really just kind of waiting for this episode to end. You're waiting for uh, that outro and then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Peace. Bye. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.